Hi, welcome to Navigating the Spectrum with Michelle Portlock. I'm your host, Michelle Portlock, and I'm so happy to have you with me today. Today, I have a new friend and guest, Anne Bragg, and Anne is the founder and owner of Autism Supermoms. This includes the Autism Supermoms magazine. She is a go-getter and is also raising two autistic children of her own and five children in total. I found Anne through Instagram and was immediately drawn to her love of autism, um, of the autism community, and her desire to support and educate autism parents. So Anne, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, you're very welcome. It's lovely to see you. Oh, I just, I, Anne and I were talking just a little bit before we started recording, and I just know you're going to find her as fantastic as I already do in such a short period of time. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Anne, let me start by asking you, what has your own personal experience with autism been like? Oh, wow. It has been a true roller coaster <laughs> because um I feel like I've been living with autism for a very very long time mm -hmm. it just it I can't I almost forget what life was like before having an autistic child if that if that makes sense it does um, um because uh, my middle daughter was diagnosed when she was three um but she had significant developmental delays didn't hit any of the milestones um, when she was a baby so um, so Rebecca um, was seen by developmental pediatricians and she was helped with walking um, like all the essential skills like she had uh, supports in place by the age of 19 months and she's 17 now so um, so I feel like I've um, I, I, I'm so used to autism, but so much Rebecca's um, needs and, and just finding the supports that she needs that it's, um, it's very different to also have another daughter diagnosed much later and um, not appearing to struggle at all for, for most of her life, but, mm -hmm. but just more coming out with onset of puberty and um and it's just uh, it's very interesting to have two daughters that are socially very different to have one that um, struggles with social anxiety and to have another one that is a super social butterfly and and doesn't really um have any safety awareness as well so it's uh it's um it's a very, very interesting life because it truly teaches you about yourself as well. That is so true. That is so true. And I think it's really good for you to share the fact that you have two autistic children, but they're so different and their yes. autism manifests so different in each of them. I think mm -hmm. that's really important to remember. And I also... Um, something that you mentioned that I think is really important to talk about is sometimes mm -hmm. our children sometimes don't show some of the, the attributes or characteristics that they will show until they go through puberty. Yes, yes. It's very interesting because um, like this one daughter, she she likes to remain private. So I don't I don't really talk about I'll talk about 
things in terms of the topics, like, for example, anxiety or social anxiety, but I don't, um, I, I sort of have an agreement with her because she's very private. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, um, it's one of those situations where um, you have certain family members and in, in extended family as well, where you, like, they're just very sort of in, extremely introverted and, um, and you see little things that are maybe just a, a little bit different, but not mm -hmm. enough to warrant, to be of concern to anyone. Sure. If that makes sense. Yes, it does. Um, it does. Yes. Just because they have some, maybe some of those traits, it may not be mm -hmm. debilitating or it may not require any special supports for exactly. This may be their own, their own way of being and they're mm -hmm. okay and comfortable yes. and secure in that. Cause it's very interesting that with, with that, um, um, in that particular case that you, you would most likely have a child that doesn't struggle in school and so there aren't really any signs to teachers of mm -hmm. you know the, the struggle and areas of difficulty don't really um, come out until puberty because I feel that puberty tends to bring on not as a everyone's different but generally more is more comes out more struggle comes yes. out with with the emo emotions surrounding puberty and so yep. um the the mental illness part is really um a big thing to um to help them with uh, and a huge um area of grief in a way for yes. for everyone when you see someone struggling profoundly with anxiety and social anxiety and leaving the house and um, you know all those things and it's just uh, it's it's very interesting because people on the surface would assume that if one child seems to have not really struggled for most of her life they'll assume that that is so-called easy autism mm -hmm. but uh, like to not at all <laughs> not no, at all no such thing um, just the severity of mental illness alone is just uh, absolutely debilitating in worst case scenarios, you know? Oh, I understand. I'm with you on that. That was our experience with our oldest child. And just like mm -hmm. you, there were no um, educational needs necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, there were social emotional pieces that I was very concerned about and continued yes. to bring up to specialists over the years, but mm -hmm. she just didn't manifest autism in the same way that someone who might um, need more support yes would manifest autism and it was it was so tricky and so challenging and so heartbreaking mm -hmm. at times and like you said there's mm -hmm. a lot of grief in that experience yes. that we go through as we watch our child struggling and mm -hmm. we don't know necessarily what to do or how to yes. do it. And so I started, for instance, with psychiatrists and mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until, and she was initially diagnosed with clinical anxiety. And I knew that that yes. was true, but mm -hmm. I also felt like something is here that is under yes. underlying issue. 
more there's more there yes there's more and it's very interesting because we need all the awareness that's out there Mm -hmm. um especially like when you hear of masking and girls and autism if if that wasn't out there I feel that this particular daughter would still be just diagnosed with severe anxiety Mm -hmm. and and social anxiety they wouldn't I think it's it's just a huge, hugely painful process, even to get the diagnosis right. Yeah, unbelievable. Yes, it is such a journey. So, but I'm wondering within this journey that mm-hmm. you have definitely had a front row seat in, and um, been right there within that journey. Um, how has this changed your view of the world? How has this changed you? Um, oh, that's a tough one. I feel that I'm, I have a, a much stronger sense of justice and wanting um, more rights, <laughs> more mm-hmm. human rights. And like, I, mm-hmm. I get really frustrated at the things and angry as well. That's some, like some of the news stories that I come across. It's just Oh, it's just unbelievable that um, individuals on the autism spectrum still have to come across such injustice and abuse and bullying and and that we're still dealing with so much battle to get the exact needs met with the school systems. It's just it's the hardest, most frustrating thing. And I, I feel that it's made me even more of a compassionate person, I hope, mm-hmm. like, because um, I really do want to advocate for every family and every person on the spectrum. I want to understand more, I want to learn more, and it's not about me and my family on, on my page, it's, it's really about us all coming together and, um, and doing better, but I feel like I've just become more passionate about wanting to change things in society that need changing. That <laughs> in my opinion, divided. yes. You know, when you say that you're more compassionate and you have more passion, that's evident, and that is part of what drew me to you when I found you mm-hmm. on Instagram. I thought you you are welcome. And it's the truth. When I started reading some of your posts, I thought, I feel like I need to know Anne because I just love her passion. And I, and I connected with that because Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, I've changed too in that, in that I feel such a deep sense of love for those members of the autism community, the parents, the children, Mm -hmm. the professionals who are really working hard. I just have love. Absolutely. And I feel that from you. So is this, is this maybe one of the things that kind of jump-started you in creating your autism super moms magazine? Some of those feelings? Um, uh, Well, it's an interesting thing because it, it started sort of by accident. (laughs) I, (laughs) Um, I guess at the point in my life where I was feeling at my most lonely in a way as, mm-hmm. as a person, 
um, I just had this urge to reach out to mums like me. Mm-hmm. And, and so this all started on 7th of February, 2017. And, and I just did a little support group on Facebook. And then a few months later, the Instagram came about mm-hmm. and that for some reason took off. <laughs> Yes, like and have become what it has become, and it's um and it's just it's wonderful to have feedback from many people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. I really, I I love. I kind of I find it thrilling just to connect. <laughs> yes, in that way. Yes, and you're so good at connecting in that way, and the things that you share are powerful and thoughtful and. Mm-hmm educational and is is your purpose to educate parents or are there multiple Um, purposes I think it's a little bit of it's the emotional support because I honestly really care about primary caregivers Mm -hmm. being okay pretty much okay and making it through the childhoods of these children Mm because I know how challenging it is I know how 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 hard the heart can get and so so I feel that that just the whole sense of knowing that you are not the only one dealing with something very extreme and very very much something that no one has ever told you about in any pregnancy or or baby books you Mm -hmm. know like totally different things it's just a real comfort to find people like yourself that you can connect with and and so the emotional support was like the most important for me but at the same time just my background is that I I was trained as a primary school teacher in the UK and so um but I I also studied French and and so I've I love language (laughs) and I love children and I wanted to work with children so um but somehow I I sort of um, traveled a little bit and, uh, and then opportunities came with the French to study in Quebec for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is how I ended up in Canada back ah. in the, in the 90s. So, okay. so I live in Toronto, but uh, um, I finished my degree, but I never actually worked as a teacher. So mm-hmm. in some ways I have this little, I'm, it's, my creative outlet, the writing and mm-hmm. connecting in that way. But at the same time, I'm a bit of a frustrated educator. <laughs> I have a passion for <laughs> learning and just, uh, and, and passing on things that I feel that might be useful to mm-hmm. people at a, a different stage of the journey than myself. So sure, I, I know I don't have all the answers and I know I'm not a professional per se, but but I feel that there's a lot of good information out there, like good general knowledge that you can pass along as well. And you've done a really good job tapping into those resources and sharing them. So not only mm-hmm. do you have a passion for learning, but you're also a little um, researcher too. You, it, oh, yes. Yep, you, <laughs> get <Sometimes>. into, <laughs> you get out there and you're finding really great resources and sharing them and parents mm-hmm. are just connecting with it. 
And yes, in, in the thousands upon thousands, parents are connecting with that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I've, I've seen your Instagram page and I'm like, okay, she <laughs> is, she is making a difference and you really are. Oh my gosh. I, oh my gosh. That's so immensely, you know, uh, emotionally like satisfying for me yes. to think that, that it is useful in some way. And mm-hmm. um, like, I just, I kind of forget about how many people might be out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I, I just have such a passion for connection, basically. And, and um, writing is probably the way that I've just, I'm second nature to me mm-hmm. more than, more than doing lives and things like that. You know, <laughs> I have a little yes. bit of, I get a little bit of the butterflies in my stomach. So I'm, trying to figure out oh should I be doing more lives because because I I love to connect with professionals as Mm -hmm. well and I I want to pass on their expertise and Mm -hmm. and so on the Instagram I find that I can't help but share a lot of things too it's not sure all my content but I I feel there's real value in sharing the expertise of others too so yeah and that's basically why I call it a magazine because I feel that there's a a bit of a mix in that sense. Yes. So, and and it's true. There is a great mix. And I think that's part of what makes it so useful for us parents who are raising children on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. So my last question for you is where can parents find you? Um, There's several places and the main um, Instagram page at autism supermums. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of direct messages and I do my best to get back to people. Mm-hmm. I can't get back to, there's a lot of uh, sort of more nonsense messages that I, I don't deal with, but I, I am very open to messages. And uh, uh, there's also the Facebook Autism Supermoms, which is the public magazine page and I'm reachable there. And I believe my email is on the Instagram and, and uh, Facebook and, uh, and I have the website, but um, the website is relatively new in the sense that I've been struggling to find time for it, Sure, (laughs) especially, especially with the lockdown that we had. And, and just, so I, I have to start uh, doing a little bit more work over there but uh but like everyone else I'm really struggling to to make time for myself for the I've started finally realizing as a mother of five that I should make time for myself and and that's been the hard lesson that I'm trying to pass on to other mums is Mm. don't neglect the self-care and don't don't never take up any opportunities for respite you think mm-hmm. you don't need it and then all of it when you get you get older and then things happen and you you kind of you do need to look after yourself too mm-hmm. and even that's true sometimes we think we don't need it and sometimes we know we need it and we don't know how to get it yes <laughs> and yes. so but you're right that that self-care mm-hmm. I talk about that a lot and yes that's a really critical part of raising children in general and particularly mm-hmm children with additional needs and needs for 
um, additional supports, it yes. really can exhaust you physically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, definitely. And and for many of us, we might be looking after children into adulthood. The future is very uncertain for mm-hmm. many of us. And, mm-hmm. and so um, I try and push any information that I find that's useful for, for little things that you can do to start with for self-care, just small things like like I I like to go for walks I like to get out if there's a bit of sunshine even if it's freezing in Canada the sun can be out and the sky can be really blue and and so I I just try and find like 10 minutes here and there and start small Hmm, it makes a big difference yes it does and that's really smart to start small you got to start somewhere yes yeah And I can't tell you how much I have enjoyed talking to you and just all of the beautiful, the beautiful Ness. I don't know if that's necessarily a word, but I'm throwing it out there. Oh my gosh, you're (laughs) too kind. You are sharing and how it's appreciated and that it's well received. And I hope you just can continue, um, continue giving like you have, because we appreciate picking up from the knowledge that you're sharing so thanks again for being with me today oh thank you very very much and uh, i hope everyone is doing well it's a very challenging time but uh, yes. uh most important thing is to look after our families and ourselves and stay safe that's so true thank you for ending on such words of wisdom and for those of you that are listening i look forward to having you with me next week